0: Hello everyone. Hello. Here we are, Kawaii Cast.
1: <laughs> Welcome to the Kawaii Cast. I'm Candace
0: and I am Tyler.
1: And in light of anime news, we have an announcement to make.
0: Oh, that's good because I actually don't have any
1: anime news. <laughs> <laughs> so, we will actually be at Salt Lake City's Isekai Con next week and we will be doing a live podcast. So, if any of you are going to be at isekai Con, please come check us out. Our podcast will be between, I believe, Is seven that and like eight. Six to seven. Six to seven or seven to eight. Uh, check the panel schedule. Check
0: the panel schedule on Friday.
1: <laughs> yeah, it will be Friday night, so <laughs> it's either starting at six or it's starting at seven. So it's either ending at seven or starting at seven. We'll find out.
0: Yeah. Um. I'm debating on bringing my laptop and recording. Yeah. Just then, throwing it up as a bonus episode, it's not gonna be like obviously high quality, but yeah, that's that's why it'll just be a bonus episode and not an official thing.
1: Yeah, at this point though, the bonus episodes are kind of official episodes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's fair.
1: Yeah, so we might not have an episode for you guys next week. We haven't figured it out, but we will be doing a live episode if anybody is interested yes. in attending. So. Also, just go check out Isekai Kon. Sounds like it's going to be pretty good. We are also doing a podcast with the Cracked Brain crew on Saturday night. So that will be an 18 plus panel. Yes. And we will be doing some fun <clears throat> stuff with anime clips. So.
0: Yes, we will.
1: That's another good one to go check out if you guys are interested. So, yeah, come find us. Are you getting Anyways, both podcasts?
0: <laughs> they both want to get on my lap right now.
1: Oh my but gosh. They both won't fit. Anyway. Ba- one barely fits.
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> so, uh, the topic for today.
1: Yeah. So, we kind of wanted to continue a little bit of the Salt Fest, or at least I wanted to continue a little bit of the Salt Fest. So, with last week's episode being about the winners of the Crunchyroll Awards and. With all of the big like award shows now happening here in the West, like the Oscars just wrapped up, uh, the Golden Globes was not that long ago. It's kind of started a lot of internet conversation. The Grammys,
0: that. I think, were not too long ago as well. They're not too
1: long ago, yeah. So, I think the People's Choice Awards are coming up.
0: And the only important awards show, the Nickelodeon. Oh yeah, the Kids, Kids Choice, Choice Awards. awards. Yeah. Only one that matters.
1: I think the Screen Actors Guild Awards were pretty recently as well. (coughs) Yeah. Yeah, so March is usually like award show season. And...
0: (laughs) Which is funny, because it's also March Madness for basketball. Yeah. Like, everything just happens in March, I guess.
1: It's true. So, (laughs) yeah, so we kind of wanted to talk a little bit more, not necessarily about this year's Crunchyroll Awards... But we wanted to go over kind of our thoughts about where the Crunchyrolls have taken itself from its original year to where it's sitting currently, things that they've done right, things they've done wrong, and kind of what we're hoping to see from them in the future. We're obviously not a part of Crunchyroll and we have no actual influence on how they handle the shows from now on, but... Kinda of just us venting. I mean that's what podcasts are for, right? It's just a discussion.
0: Right yeah, I guess.
1: And I think what else I, are we gonna do? But I think about twenty percent of our episodes are now dedicated to the Crunchyroll Awards, honestly. <laughs> so,
0: uh yeah, well Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's it's a good chunk of them. We have a lot talk- <laughs> So yeah, I wanted to just kind of talk about how I feel like they were handled aside from just we didn't like any of the winners, you know? <laughs>
0: Uh, 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 they just need to get their shit together
1: yeah so <laughs> first Twitter, anyways.
0: and yes. I know it's not uh, it's not just Crunchyroll because of that because there is the fan vote to it and yeah. I understand you know the popular anime is going to get most of the awards
1: <clears throat> and that's kind of what we'll be getting into. too
0: but I feel like they could do something to t- kind of try to curb You know, something like Attack on Titan, winning everything every year.
1: Yeah, and that's kind of what I wanted to talk about. So I think first of all, we should talk about kind of the elephant in the room with this year's Crunchyroll Awards. And that was the fact that most people living in the U.S. didn't really get the opportunity to watch it live because it was streaming at like one in the morning here in the U.S., And most people weren't really excited to stay up that late to watch some weird internet award show.
0: (laughs) Look, most of us are adults. We have jobs. We have to go to work. We can't stay up all night.
1: Well, and then the kids and the teenagers that don't have any responsibilities just aren't gonna do it. If they're staying up till one in the morning, they're gonna go do something fun, not watch the Crunchyroll Awards. Let's be honest. Yeah. So that became a major problem because it was like, it was one of those things that was really fun to watch when it was convenient, but with it being so inconvenient, it really did alienate a majority of its own target audience. Which Uh, is
0: really kind of funny too, because Crunchyroll basically started as a way to bring anime to the West, and now they've basically excluded the West.
1: Yeah. But I do want to talk about why they chose to host in Japan this year. Because this was something I actually didn't know prior to pretty recently. And it's because they're actually genuinely trying to feel like an authentic award show. And that's the thing. The Crunchyroll Awards really were just the internet brownie points awards for the longest time. When they first started, it wasn't really something you were supposed to take seriously. It was just... Who's best girl? Oh, look! Now we have the votes in so we can prove who's best girl. Oh, it's Rem! Big shock! Oh my god, who would've saw that coming?
0: Not me. Never saw
1: that. (laughs) But it hit a point where they were realizing that the people working in the industry were, in fact, curious about these awards, and a lot of them were actually honored to see their series or franchises winning these awards. So... This year they really wanted to try to bring the show to them so that way they can make it feel like it was a genuine like prize for their accomplishments. They wanted to actually honor the work that they're putting into these productions and they wanted them to be the stars of the show. Yeah. Not and just and some... I
0: understand that. I'm I'm not blaming them. Yeah. You know, I'm not saying it was a bad thing that they held it in the in Japan.
1: Yeah, I just think that that does make a lot of sense, because what's the point in giving out awards for a show? Like, a show's not going to accept an award. Up to this point, the Crunchyroll Awards were just these invisible things. Like, nobody was actually getting a trophy, nobody was actually receiving a prize, it was just... Hey, the internet thinks Demon Slayer was the best anime that came out this year. Gasp! You know? (laughs) Yeah. But I do like the fact that they want to make this something of a prestigious event. That they want people to celebrate the accomplishments of the people working in these studios. But that leads me to my biggest problem currently with the Crunchyroll Awards, and that's the fact that they kind of feel like a joke. Because they started as internet brownie points and the system they're currently using is the same system they were using back then. The popularity contest system is basically meaning that the people accepting these awards only got voted for those awards by people who say things like Aaron Yeager is so based completely unironically. Oh you (laughs) mean (laughs) redditors? Yeah. And it kind of got to the point where you could tell, watching the live footage, that some of the people accepting these awards genuinely didn't agree with the results.
0: I mean, they did have that one year where they had uh, the panel of judges that that had their input into it. Yeah. I don't know how much uh, influence their 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 inputs had, but yeah, you know, they did. Ha- actually have them at that time
1: but this brings up like the biggest issue is cause I did go back and watch some of the like the clips and stuff from the live stream and you could tell that they weren't really considering this prestigious after a while about the fourth time you hear the name Demon Slayer the director at Ufa Table just kind of comes out and just like yeah thank you I guess we were the best fantasy of the year. I appreciate that. <laughs> like, like, they're not it just... He just...
0: just just walks up, takes his prize, and just be like, thank, and then walks off.
1: Yeah, so it does beg the question, at what point do these awards actually carry the weight of prestige or prestige that Crunchyroll wants to see them honoring? Like, if, if you're going to definitively determine which industry or members of the industry deserve these awards why not have them being like voted by their peers instead of by random people on the internet that can't debate whether or not Aaron Yeager is a villain or a hero yeah so you guys will also have to excuse the squeaky noises podcats a little sick
0: oh can you hear him yeah poor baby
1: Poor baby. So, but he he wants to be loved, so he does, you might hear a little bit of wheezing noises. (laughs) But this has brought up a big, like, debate is that should the Crunchyroll Awards continue to be people's choice? Should they be fan votes? Because if you really want these to feel like the Oscars, the, the Oscars are given out by an academy of peers who have worked in the film industry for a long time. And it would be seen as a more honorable thing to have people working in the anime industry decide what anime had the best anime, or the best animation technically, as opposed to just a bunch of people on the internet saying, ooh, that seems pretty.
0: Yeah. Um, I even think it would would be not too bad if instead of uh, specifically by you know people in the industry, but if they got <clears throat> like uh, popular anitubers and you know people that of, of prominence, you know, of in the anime community to to put their say in. Like well, I feel that would that would do a little bit more than just internet votes.
1: Yeah. Well, and see the problem with that is that not a lot of people agree with (laughs) anti-tubers like while they do have kind of a prominent voice in the anime community even they don't feel like they're the definitive voices especially like because they have never worked on a series before they can tell you what they like but they can't really tell you why those things are good there's some that can but like let's take the trash chase podcast for example made up a, a pretty good panel of three guys who do are they're entertainer, or entertainers at heart. They've all worked to some degree on voice acting they've all to some degree have done reviews, they've all done live streams, they've been internet personalities for a long time they they are entertainers but all three of them would admit that they are armchair reviewers which means that they they do what we do they just state their opinions they don't really have a ton of industry knowledge to back up their claims. They just say things that they like and dislike in an extremely entertaining way, and it appeals to a lot of people, but it doesn't necessarily mean that everybody agrees with them. Nor do they think that their opinions are the set-in-stone definitive opinions of basically anything.
0: Well, I mean, no, not everyone agrees with, you know, like... Do you know how many people I saw complaining about, uh what was it everywhere and everything you know Mm -hmm. the 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 best picture award yeah like like everything everywhere all at once yeah that one
1: yeah
0: (laughs) i'm i can do names i promise (laughs) Uh, but like you know and and that one was judged you know like you said by the the academy of their peers and of course ever the populace isn't going to be happy no matter what
1: but I think, at least to a certain degree, it feels like there was some foundation for that film winning film of the year. Like, there. It feels like people at least acknowledge that there is a technical reason for those films to win. And mind you, that brings up the other subject of why choosing an academy to be the one to decide the winners would also be a negative thing. That boils down to the fact that a lot of the Crunchyroll award, awards are pretty subjective. Like, why would we want an Academy telling us who the must be protected at all cost character of the year is? That's something that's extremely personal and extremely that's, subjective. That's,
0: that's fair. There, yeah. there are some categories that are like that.
1: Yeah. So this is where the debate kind of stems from, is that if this wants to be a prestigious award ceremony then it needs to be people of a certain high value and opinion being the ones who decide the winners, but at the same time, if we did that, then we would only have to restrict this to categories that have some kind of technical merit. Like, you can determine what is good character development, good character writing, good animation, good direction, good score, all of those things can have some kind of technical merit to them winning, but a lot of the times, we just want to argue over who's best boy, who's best girl, what was best anime OP, what was the worst one, what was, you know, all of these things. Which which anime gave us the most Doki Doki's? And ultimately, that's because the Crunchyroll Awards, at their heart, at the very beginning, were by the internet for the internet. It was a contest to see why Yuri on Ice won a stupid amount of awards in its first year. Why... My Hero Academia will always win every single category it's nominated for and why Demon Slayer and Attack on Titan continue to be runners in Anime of the Year in spite of the fact that they both have already won Yeah Uh, That's kind of why I wanted to salt a little bit about this because I don't think there's a straight answer to this question
0: Uh, I mean the obvious answer is to you know, exclude shows that have already won.
1: Yeah. I completely agree with that. I think actually that did bring open another can of worms that I wanted to talk about. And this was something that actually I mean did... I mean
0: look, you can you can still include them in like the best continuing series. Mm-hmm. That's fine. But like if it won, you know, best anime of the year like last year, why why is it in the running for this year?
1: I agree, uh, but that did open up a can of worms that I want to talk about that was actually something that I noticed that Gugu pointed out. The best continuing series ever since the Crunchyroll Awards started, One Piece has won that award every single time.
0: It's fucking One Piece! Of course it is!
1: He's like, At this point, they may as well just rename it the One Piece Award, because the thing is, as long as One Piece is nominated for that award, it will win it's not a matter of if, there's literally no other competition.
0: Okay, so that, but from my understanding is this latest arc that they're in is fucking amazeballs, so, yeah.
1: and so I'm not I not understand
0: saying, them winning this award. I'm not
1: saying that they don't deserve it, but that also begs the argument if Attack on Titan is getting better with each continuing part, does that mean it also deserves to win Anime of the Year every single year? If One Piece deserves to win Best Continuing Series every single year, so that's another issue here. Is you can't say like, "Oh well, this category's fine," but that category's off limits.
0: Oh, that category's off limits. <laughs> I can say whatever the hell I want.
1: <laughs> that's fair. But the thing is, like, if you didn't nominate One Piece for Best Continuing Series, One Piece fans would rage. They would be absolutely livid. It would not be okay. And they would demand that One Piece start getting nominated for other categories. At this point, the Best Continuing Series category is only there to make One Piece fans happy.
0: (laughs) Oh, that's kind of sad.
1: It's like a ritual sacrifice to keep them at bay every single year to prevent them from just overtaking this entire award show.
0: This This year's One Piece sacrifice.
1: (laughs) We must appeal to the One Piece gods or else they shall rain their terror upon
0: us.
1: (laughs) Doesn't matter how good or bad One Piece is. It doesn't matter. It's going to win. It'll win every category except for best film and best music, apparently.
0: God, yeah, what... What did win best film?
1: Uh Jujutsu Kaisen.
0: Oh yeah, huh.
1: It should have been Bell. It I'm just been. saying, it should have been Bell. Also, Bell should have won best music. Why was Bell not nominated for best music?
0: God, right?
1: You can't even claim that it was because of the film budget because the One Piece Red film was nominated for best music, but Bell wasn't, and that makes no fucking sense to me.
0: I mean, you're not wrong.
1: I know I'm not wrong. I'm never wrong. When have I ever been wrong?
0: Uh, that one time when you were wrong?
1: No, I, was. I wasn't even wrong then.
0: <laughs> if you say so.
1: <laughs> but... Yeah, I think this has been a running problem. And the thing is, there's no real fixing the Crunchyroll Awards. I think at this point, the Crunchyroll Awards are now just an excuse for us to just salt. Like, that's kind of what they become. And mind you, as you pointed out, people are going to salt no matter what. The amount of people that are angry about the fucking Oscars is kind of insane to me. Because I think genuinely, this was the best Oscars I've ever seen in my lifetime. <laughs> like, I haven't watched a whole lot of the Oscars, but the winners that I saw this year, I'm like, damn! Like... They kind of got their shit together. Even Best Animation at the Oscars felt earned. It wasn't just like, oh, well, let's see, what was the latest Disney movie that came out? I guess we'll just vote for that. We'll We'll
0: just give it to Disney, I guess.
1: Yeah. And that's another problem with the idea of an Academy, is that this has always been the issue with the Oscars, is people are like, does the Academy genuinely understand every element of the film industry? Or are they really only understanding one part of it and then just kind of sliding on other parts? Like, do they understand what makes the best score anybody in the Academy composers? Do any of them understand animation? And that's always been the toxic one is animation. Because a lot of the times the like people who are members of the Academy will even come out and say, well, my kid really liked that movie. So I voted for it.
0: Uh, so in other words, to fix the Oscars, we they should have a different panel of judges for <laughs> every award.
1: Yeah. Uh,
0: so like people who are voting for the best animation are people in the field of animation.
1: Yeah, but that would be a lot of fucking people.
0: That'd be a lot of work, too. Mm-hmm. Oh my god granted it's the fucking movie industry it's not like they don't have the money to pay for all that work
1: yeah and I genuinely feel like that's kind of the point where you would have to fix the Crunchyroll awards is that you would have to find some way to filter out the people that are serious about their votes or the people that are just the loudest
0: yeah the loudest people ruin everything for everyone
1: And that's what voting does. It's, it's usually down to the popular series. I think it was pretty disheartening watching some of the clips, though, where some of the people who knew they weren't going to win just kind of looked like they didn't even want to be there. Yeah. I will say, uh, watching like Gigguk's response to him watching the awards, because this was the first year they didn't have any influencers there at all this really was just industry folk there. He said that he's actually kind of glad that Crunchyroll is going that route where it is being treated a little bit more seriously and he said he would be perfectly fine with never getting vin- invited to this award show ever again because it just does kind of feel like it's a little bit cheap when it's like YouTubers there. Yeah. Yeah, that's like, fair. Yeah, so like, it's been a good run, but it's not something he would like to continue to do and it is something that Crunchyroll was going in that direction for a long time I don't know if you guys remember but a few years ago they actually even opened up a poll where they were just like hey do you guys know any people on the internet that like to talk about anime throw their name in we're gonna make them an official judge for the Crunchyroll awards and you and I joked like hey we're idiots to talk about anime on the internet (laughs) right we talk about the crutchy worlds a lot on the internet, so But the thing is, we wouldn't even fix it. Like, even if we got to choose all of the winners, we'd still be wrong. Like, go back and listen to any of our episodes about who uh, we voted for. you,
0: you would be wrong. My my choices are spot on.
1: We already established I'm never wrong. <laughs> But, like, go back and listen to, like, the episodes of where we talked about who we're voting for or who we wanted to be nominated for the Crunchyroll Awards. And 90% of the time, we're wrong. Like, a lot of the times we're just like, eh, this person's gonna win, but this is who I'd vote for. And then that person wins and we're just like, eh, yeah, probably wasn't the right call.
0: Like... <laughs> yeah.
1: You know, uh the fact is that we're not perfect. Nobody's perfect and so I guess the biggest thing is do we want the Crunchyroll Awards to continue to be a prestigious honor of achievement and industry success, where it's an academy deciding these things? Or do we want it to continue to be these stupid funny internet thing where the people all argue over which villain just did the best job being bad like which anime song just happened to be the thing that we bop to the most like personally I don't mind this being a stupid internet popularity contest because I, it's I don't kind mind of it to
0: but if they're gonna do that I think they should kinda go back to it's roots you know like bring mm-hmm. out bring back best girl you know bring back best boy because those ones are very subjective. Yeah. You know, you, you like you said you can't really have a technical you know, this one's the best because of these. Yeah. You know, it's <clears throat> so 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 just bring back like the the memey ones.
1: Yeah. And if they did that, I think that sadly they would have to announce that they're not going to be hosting this in front of industry people anymore. Yeah. So, this would be my proposal as kind of a middle ground or an experiment. If anybody who is working for Crunchyroll is listening, this is us giving you a genuine opinion or genuine just feedback on things you could do in the future. Like... I would love to see a combination of both to a certain degree. Not in every single category. He's got a bald spot. (laughs) I tried to be really serious and give a real opinion on the game. I was just trying to get you to smile. I
0: wasn't trying to get a response. (laughs) Just a smile.
1: (laughs) But yeah, I think a genuine suggestion that I would have in a way that would find a good middle ground is go back to the whole function that this is just internet salt and internet rage and oh my god I can't believe Demon Slayer is winning again oh my god does anybody watch anything fucking normie awards bullshit because honestly it's fun it's genuinely fun it's toxic but it's fun (laughs) on top of that I think there could be a select few awards that are chosen by peers that aren't voted for by viewers but are voted for by people that are designated as industry professionals I think that these could be things like best director or best voice actor or anything like that or I think even voice actor could even be a mix of both judge votes and audience votes I think there could even be like a hmm uh, not lifetime achievement because that's usually somebody who's been working in the industry for a long time and is kind of ready to retire, but something like a like peer acknowledgement award. Something hey, where
0: the lifetime achievement doesn't necessarily have to be someone who's been in the industry a long time. Just I just want to say that the Nickelodeon Awards has only handed out two of those, and one of them went to Optimus Prime. So, you know, lifetime achievement doesn't necessarily mean a lot.
1: Yeah, but I mean, like, I, I do kind of wish there's an award where it's just like, hey, the people working at Crunchyroll reached out to a lot of people from different studios and they asked to put their votes together or ideas together to nominate somebody to win an award that's like an honor of achievement. That yeah. will go to a specific director, or a specific actor, or a specific animator, or even a specific studio that they feel like accomplished the most within the last year. Or did something worthy of being this honorable thing. And they can announce that award right before they announce the anime of the year. And I think that would actually kind of fill that middle ground between... Is this a award show for the fans, or is this an award show for the people who kind of earned it? I think that would be much better than watching a bunch of people sit in a fancy theater thinking, I put a lot of work and effort into the show that I was a part of, and I'm just gonna sit here and watch Demon Slayer take the next award.
0: Well, I'm I'm, just sure, gonna watch- I'm sure glad I got... Dressed up in my nice suit for this.
1: Yeah. I, I can't believe that I'm sitting here waiting for Anya to be announced as best supporting character. When she wasn't even a supporting character.
0: Right. <clears throat>
1: <laughs> That's my issue. That's my ultimate issue with this is that... One, I just feel like there's not enough thought put into it. And two ultimately, people are just going to choose what's familiar to them. Yeah. And... Fucking Normie
0: Awards.
1: (laughs) It's the fucking Normie Awards. So, on top of that, it's... This year in particular was really bad because they were extremely restricted on the number of animes that they could choose from. The pool was pretty small, but that is increasingly insulting considering that crunchyroll is the company that boasts the fact that they have the largest anime library of any streaming service out there and they're not even limiting these awards to their own streaming services the anime of the year went to a netflix original series
0: yeah crunchyroll is pretty bad at that you know having their awards you know the best Uh, anime of the year go to other platforms animes.
1: I don't mind that so much. I'm actually kind of glad that most of the anime of the year awards have not gone to Crunchyroll anime.
0: No, I I love it. I think it's great, but I just, it's it's funny that you know, almost all of them have been not from Crunchyroll, even though it's the Crunchyroll awards.
1: Yeah, and I do think that's a positive thing but I think it's also a negative thing when Crunchyroll's like, look at all of this anime that we're offering you, but only (laughs) five of them are worth watching.
0: Look look at all these great anime that you're only going to watch five of. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, check out these other shows that these other platforms have that are better than what we got, apparently.
1: I would like to point (laughs) out something, too, that a big thing that happened within the last year was the fact that we had the merging of Funimation and Crunchyroll into one studio and not a single anime that was nominated was a Funimation anime. Literally none. None of these anime were featured on Funimation exclusively prior to the merging.
0: Interesting.
1: Yeah. That's something that I actually had to go through and double check but yeah there was not a single anime that was like a Funimation anime.
0: That's crazy.
1: And it would seem like that a big prestigious award show would have been a good opportunity to showcase the highlights and positive things about merging your two companies together. Or in this case, consuming the other company. (laughs) Right. Like, I remember a lot of people saying, of course Kaguya-sama won Best Romance. There was literally nothing else. That's a false statement, my friend. Sasaki and Miyano was probably the most romantic anime of the year. It wasn't even acknowledged. Why? Because it was a Funimation anime. And note, it's not that Crunchyroll forgot it exists. Because Crunchyroll has been doing a lot of posts recently on their social media boasting people to watch Sasaki and Miyano. Yet, it wasn't fucking nominated for the one category that it could've won.
0: Yeah.
1: Like... Seriously? (laughs) There's no way it would not have at least gotten runner-up. There's no way. Like, it was genuinely one of the best romance. I think the only reason why it might have lost to Kaguya is because it's two guys. And not a hetero relationship. That's it. That's the only thing I think that would have held it back. But even then, I see a lot of guys even say that they liked Sasaki and Miyano. Being like, well, yeah, this is basically just Hori Mia, but with two guys. And if you liked Hori Miya, you're gonna like Sasaki and Miyano. That's a fact. I mean, hell, they could have put Danton's Donisoor for best romance, but they didn't. Like, they missed they're- they're missing an entire demographic here.
0: No, nobody cares about anime boys.
1: <laughs> Dotsdotsandasaur was a love triangle, bitch.
0: Nobody cares about anime boys.
1: I do. I <laughs> care about anime boys. A lot of people who really like seeing anime boys hold hands bought a lot of net or bought a lot of copies of these nendroids I have where they hold hands.
0: <laughs> uh, unprotected hand holding? <laughs> None of that weird. in my good Christian podcast.
1: <laughs> it's too lewd, too lewd. That's why we don't show live footage of our podcast. Cause I would show off my cute boys holding hands, and we'd sure have to. Would get demonetized I'd,
0: i would I would have to pixelate that so hard.
1: <laughs> we'd lose out on the thirty cents we're making every month.
0: oh yeah, I didn't even know how much it is to be honest, <laughs> probably thirty cents a month,
1: yeah, <laughs> where does that go?
0: I have not cashed any of it out yet, so it's just sitting in a account of- somewhere <laughs> it's,
1: it's like a thousand dollars or something. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it it would it would be very much like futurama when fry goes to the bank to withdraw funds and he just finds out he's like a billionaire
1: yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, i'm not even paying attention to it i don't give a shit
1: we're not doing this for the money we're right? doing this to prove that you guys can't hurt us by call or making fun of us on the internet we do that to ourselves
0: also, we're doing this to prove that you're all normies.
1: Fucking normies. Bet you fucking <laughs> voted for Aaron Yeager for best protagonist, you fucking normie piece of shit. God. <laughs> I bet you thought the rumbling was best OP of the year. I see you.
0: Not literally, but like, yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, maybe. I do talk to Stefan in the third person a lot. <laughs> I do break the fourth wall just to call Stefan out. And That's he's probably, true. He's probably shaking his head right now like, yup, yep, you do.
0: This, this fucking bitch calling me out <laughs> just because I voted for the rumbling.
1: He's either nodding his head or he's shaking it like, no. Like, fuck you. Right? Fuck <laughs> you.
0: Good times.
1: We love our producer. He's the best producer we could have ever asked for. Thank you for putting up with our bullshit. So. But yeah. uh, I think ultimately my issue, like I said, is there's no such thing as fixing these awards. I think the ultimate definitive proof that even if there was an academy deciding on who the winners were, people would salt about it, is look at when Funimation dared to do a best of the decade awards at the end of uh 2019 and demon slayer won oh, best they? animation
0: Did they do that Shit. yeah
1: it wasn't like a big show they just announced all the winners on their social media but they uh actually chose demon Slayer as being the best animation of the decade and a lot of people assumed they meant it was the best anime of the decade and the entire internet exploded like in a fit of rage
0: okay okay but but come on you were customer service you know people can't read
1: yeah it's true
0: let's let's be real here people can't read
1: they really can't oh my god i do signs at my work now And it just feels like I am throwing paper into a void. It doesn't fucking matter. Nobody actually reads the signs I put up. They're just like, ooh, number. This number says that this thing costs this much. No, it says that that thing costs that much. This thing costs this much. (laughs) Right. Fucking Learn to read. Oh my god, if you guys take anything from this episode, read the damn signs at the grocery store. Holy shit. It'll save you so much effort and time and money if you just read the actual words under the product and not just the numbers. But anyway. Yeah. (laughs) So, my point being that people are just gonna rage. It doesn't matter. They, They could choose an anime that had the most technical and emotional And everything, the whole package, they could choose that to be anime of the year. And the internet would still say, no, fucking, fucking, this anime was so much better. Oh my god, did they even, did they even watch this anime? I don't think they did. Yeah. It doesn't matter. It really doesn't. We're gonna salt. Because that's what we do. Because it's fun. It's toxic and it's fun. Uh, We're always gonna be mad always i think the rumbling was a terrible every, every time i think you guys are all wrong about absolutely everything you guys have ever decided even things we agree on you guys are wrong I'm just telling you right now rude if you guys but are like, if you guys are listening to this podcast and you're like hell yeah Candace is totally right they're absolutely based i'll be like you're a fucking idiot i'm wrong but i'm never wrong i just don't want to agree with you cuz you're always wrong it's-
0: it's it, it's the Candace paradox
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> are they wrong or aren't they
1: <laughs> I'm right when we're not agreeing on stuff and I'm right when we are agreeing on stuff but you're wrong it's, I'm right and you're wrong it's a fact So <laughs> I'm just kidding you guys I respect your opinions you're allowed to have them and I love you guys all for them and we want to thank you guys for listening I think we did enough salting for the day yeah, yeah. So we hope to see you at isekai Con. Genuinely, yeah. Come join
0: us. It's gonna be fun. Crack brain panel, mm-hmm. cast panel. Like, come, come hang out.
1: Yeah. If you guys did listen to this episode and you guys see us at the con, uh, come, come up and tell me like genuinely your opinions or your thoughts because I do genuinely like talking to people about this kind of stuff. So, and everybody wish a happy health to Podcat. Yes,
0: He's a good boy. Wish, wish podcast some help uh how,
1: how
0: will how will they find you at 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 uh Isakai Khan?
1: I don't know come <laughs> like to our panel I don't know
0: still still don't know what you're wearing
1: I still don't I know that I'll be makoto at least one day because the voice actress who plays makoto will be there so I know for sure I'll be her at least one day
0: all right I, cool cool
1: I literally have not decided the rest so But yeah, thanks for listening, you guys.
0: Thanks for listening.
1: Bye. Bye
0: Bye-bye.